0: Hi, this is Jim Anderson with Psalm Tree Consulting, coming to you with a biblically focused business podcast and continuing the discussion here on um, employees, managing employees, hiring and firing, um, hiring policies and employment policies. And um, we move now into the other side of this equation is, you know, what happens when the hiring doesn't work out? And you don't hire the way that uh, you don't hire successfully, and the relationship is not working. Um, well, there can be a number of reasons for it, and maybe not what you expect. What it's not going to be what you expect to hear, but uh, we're going to talk about this um, because you know, as someone who has consulted with small business owners and owned my own small business for a long time, for you know, t- almost ten years. And, you know, where I had a significant number of employees, I had 21 employees and over 200 independent contractors um, and, and have also since then have have managed employees and, and various other positions. Um, also, with consulting with business owners, um, I find this to be a very significant area. Christians you know are often confused about the responsibilities of employers to their employees. Um, and there are Christian employers that that believe that they can't dismiss their employers because it would be uh, employees because it would be a bad witness. Uh, and there's also Christian employees who believe that because they work for a Christian that they should be guaranteed permanent employment regardless. Of their performance or their attitude, and neither one of those is really correct. And I could tell you story after story about how this kind of thing can be um, a real issue in uh, in a business, can really cause some serious issues. <clears throat> but there's another piece of this issue, and that is that. <clears throat> What I see am seeing more and more often is that Christian employers will neglect their employees and treat them in very unChristian kinds of ways, um, because employers are becoming more and more like the people that work in their business are 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 all indispensable are all dispensable. And they don't think of them as much as people as they do resources. And they really do think of them more like a slave. And they're the master. They are the god of their business. It's their kingdom. Um, Like this term that I've heard beginning to be used, uh, kingdom entrepreneur or kingdom business owner. And teaching these business owners that this business is their kingdom and that, you know, they are the God of their business and um, it gives them the, the perspective that, um, that their employees are something less than they are. And so they will dismiss people they don't like. They'll fire people. They'll, they'll take older and higher paid salaried people for younger people at reduced salaries. They'll fire people, uh, you know, casually, uh, as casually as if they were trading in an auto, and a car for a new one. Um, And they do, they do really, they do a lot of damage to their witness. This is a case where, where they do damage. You know, I... <clears throat> I have worked for a number of business owners. at one of the one one of the uh, businesses that I worked for, and I um, sort of worked directly with the owner. And I had a, a a manager, so to speak, that I was supposed to be reporting to, um, but I wasn't really reporting to that. I mean, you know, the business owner was was kind of. Uh, not respecting the line of of management necessarily, which is not uncommon. Um, but there were many other issues here as well. But they, he had that same kind of attitude. Um, he would he would decide that he didn't like somebody, and then he would start looking for a reason to fire them. He didn't he wasn't open about it necessarily like that. But you would hear him begin to talk about those employees, and always looking at what they've done wrong. And then keep making, is building a case for why he should let them go, and start looking for. In fact, sometimes he would say, you know, let's let's see if we can find a way to get rid of this person, and and even though he would pretend to go through the the firing process, you know, and giving them a a fair chance to do their job correctly, um, he he would not. It wasn't really sincere. It was more of just a process of letting them justify why they should be fired rather than trying to rehabilitate them and keep them and make the relationship work. And so, you know, he, and he wanted, he was trying to run a Christian business. He was openly Christian and he, but he, he ran his business with the attitude that this business was his kingdom and, and he was in charge and his ethics were you know, the business has to do what the business has to do. And um, and this relationship did not work ultimately for me, obviously, because in as much as I needed to keep the job because I was desperate to keep, you know, for the income, I still was not making enough income. He was under, he underpaid everyone. Um, and that's, that was another issue. But, um, I, you know, I... I just, uh, you know, tried to do the best that I could, and I stayed there a lot longer than I should have. And what happened was the, the relationship began to sour, and, of course, he started to dislike me. Um, and, you know, the job that I was doing, I was working for him as a controller, and he eventually was um, started looking for a reason to get rid of me because I was not getting the results that he wanted Despite the fact that he refused to do what was necessary to to get the financial side of the business under control, and um, he was also lying to his his bankers, uh, he was trying to grow his business. And he had he had thirty locations, um, and he was trying. He wanted to double that in the next year. But he didn't have control of his finances. Um, He didn't realize that he was not really making the kind of money he thought he was. He had self-deceived himself by requiring that the financial statements would be done a certain way. And so he didn't see that he uh, was actually not making the kind of money he thought he was making. And he was trying to deceive his bankers as well. And he... um, was trying to raise, you know, more debt. And his employees all feared him. And he would just take somebody out of one department and put them in the other without even asking them if that's what they wanted to do. Or if he asked them, they would be afraid to say no. So, you know, that's the kind of situation where, you know, if if, uh, he's really trying to run a Christian business, Um, and he really does hire Christians, eventually those Christians are going to um, revolt. And eventually they're all going to start resigning um, when he fires somebody unfairly in the management level that they really um, are behind. And I think that when, you know, he eventually did find some reason to fire me and he wouldn't tell me what it was, he just told me to go, but he did have me sign a settlement agreement <clears throat> uh, so that I wouldn't sue him for, you know, firing me for, uh, the you know, for un, unreasonable reasons, <laughs> firing me for no reason. He really didn't give me a chance. Um, when he just decided he wanted to get rid of me, he just found a way to do it. And he was also uh, probably uh, felt he was justified because he was doing surveillance on his employees as well. He would videotape them. He would watch those videotapes, and he would, um, when when somebody said something he didn't like, he would hold that against them, and that's probably probably something that happened to me, um, and probably got fired because of something I said that he um, uh, heard overheard through surveillance, and um, you know, a Christian business owner doing that kind of thing is, uh, I think, a bad witness. Um, and, and anyway, you know, the the whole department pretty much turned over after I left. Um, and I think he's had a complete turnover since then as well. Um, with the people he's replaced me with, um, are no longer there either within a year after that. So, you know, he's, he's going to struggle. Um, and, you know, don't, don't let that happen to you. Um, his, you know, he was also very generous. I mean, he was, he was, you know, he, was, he made a lot of money um, and he had a lot of money and he drove a Rolls Royce and um, he was uh, generous in giving gifts. But I think it was more of, um, more of trying to look like a good Christian than, than actually serving. And it's so you could say his Christianity was based on giving, not serving. Uh, he served himself. And and um, there's a, a passage in Luke, Luke 11, uh, verse 42. It says, Woe to you, Pharisees, for you pay the tithe of mint and true and rue and every kind of garden herb, yet disregard justice and the love of God but those but these are the things you should have done without neglecting the others so <clears throat> remember that as an employer people are more important than your profits you as the leader are servant turn the uh, be a, be a servant leader and your organization will thrive with that we'll talk to you later